0: Calling all podcasters, musicians, vloggers and reporters and everyone else who wants crystal clear recording that's super portable. The Shure Motive family of microphones makes studio quality audio that's as simple as plug and play. Many of the world's top podcasters rely on Shure and with a Motive line of iOS and USB microphones, portability is now your friend. Imagine being able to get great audio quickly and easily from your phone, tablet or computer. Simply visit Shure.com Motive to start getting great audio for your content now. That's shur ecom forward slash M-O-T-I-V.
1: Welcome to the Hot Corner Show on the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with your host. Dr. Ray, the softball playing chiropractor and the official chiropractor of ISPS and Manuel T. Ferrero III, the commissioner of international slow pitch softball. Listen to the Hot Corner Show every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern right here on the ISPS radio podcast channel. Call the show at 347-637-3978 and talk sports and health topics with Dr. Ray. Plus, slow pitch softball from a Around the world with Manuel T. Ferrero III, fantasy sports, special guests, and more. Call the show now on the special guest call in hotline at 347 637 3978. Now bring your A game because you're about to experience the Hot Corner.
0: All right, welcome in everybody. How we doing tonight? It's your host here, Dr. Ray, the softball
2: playing chiropractor. Hope everybody's doing great out there tonight. Each and every Wednesday, we get on the show, we get on the hot corner, we start to make things happen. We got a great show lined up here for you tonight. I want to tell you guys a little bit about what's going on. We've got Nick from nickspages.com on the show with us tonight, special guest. He's going to be telling us, all about what he does over at Nickspages.com. He's got some really high-tech stuff going on. If you guys own a business, if you guys make money through referrals, if you guys have anything to do with uh your your business being on the internet or the guy that you work for, he gets money through the internet. And if you get him some extra business, you can make some money off of that. You want to listen into what we got going on with that. Uh we're going to get to Nick in just a little while. We also have the ISPS event section with Manny, um, our co-host tonight. Uh, Also tonight, our health topic is going to be about breast cancer. It is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. You guys have been watching football. You've been seeing the pink everywhere. Um, You may have heard the story about how the NFL said that D'Angelo Williams can't wear pink for the whole season. He can only wear it for October. He wanted to do that in order to dedicate this season to his mother, who actually passed away from breast cancer. So we're going to be talking about a little bit of that. Um, and, of course, we're uh, going to try to get to our sports dork uh, for the latest on what's happening with the Miami Dolphins. But before we do all that, I'd like to introduce the man that makes it all possible, the man that met the legend, Mr. Manuel T. the III. How are you tonight, young man? Manny, do I have you there? Can you hear me, from my friend? Where are you at? Can you hear me? Can you hear
0: me? I I got you now, my man. What's going on? How you doing? I'm doing great, Dr. Ray. <laughs> hey, I was—I guess I was talking to myself there. How are you, brother? <laughs> you were talking to yourself, uh,
2: unfortunately. But, hey, it's, I'm sure it's not the first time. I'm sure it won't be the last. So, uh, no, everything's good with me, man. I'm just studying like every extra second of my life right now is spent studying. I got a big board exam this weekend. I got to fly to Chicago, so... I've been having a lot to do with that, um, and it's actually pretty stressful exam because not only is it a written exam, it's also a practical exam, so, um, I'm stressing about that a little bit, but I'm not worried. It's stuff that I do all the time, every day, so, um, I should do pretty well with the exam. I, it's just something that I'm looking to get over so that I can, you know, concentrate on what I normally concentrate, which is my patience and, you know, trying to grow the office. So. Uh, Hopefully that'll be done soon but it looks like I'm going to Chicago at a good time with the Cubbies winning the uh the NLDS. What do you think about that or uh NLCS, excuse me. Uh no, DS, that's right. I I'm sorry. The division series.
0: I don't know, brother. I really I think they are forever cursed and uh but every t- every time I um every time I try to predict something it always goes against me, man. And 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 besides that, it was it was um Predicted in the uh, Back to the Future Part Two series, when Marty goes to the future, that holographic sign there on top of the building says that the Cubbies win in 2015. So uh, I guess uh, we'll find out later on this year in the World Series or if, if they continue to go on, of course.
2: Yeah, that's true. As a matter of fact, they do show the sign in 2015 with the Cubs as the champions. Wouldn't that be something if Back to the Future predicted it. I wonder if movie sales or anything like that would go up. There's got to be something that's going to happen. That's a crazy situation if they predict that the Cubs haven't won since, I don't know, the 1800s. And all of a sudden, in 2015, they decide to win when, you know, good old Marty and the Doc decided to find it. So, man, that's, that'd be something crazy. But, uh, what do you think is going to go on? Who's your pick to win right
0: now, the world series? Well, my, um, my Yankees are out, so um, hmm. I guess the Royals are still in it, correct? In the American League, uh, and, they are. For um, the moment. Yeah, for the moment. Let's go with um, Royals and the Dodgers. I like the Dodgers, man. Well,
2: I tell and you to what, win the Dodgers it, they the Dodgers still got to beat the Mets. That series all tied up right now. I think next game wins.
0: That's fine, but uh, Dodgers go all the way. I go for Dodgers. As a matter well, of fact, the I used do to have... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, go ahead.
2: No, I was going to say that the Dodgers do have some really good starting pitching. So, uh, you know, with Kershaw oh, and Grinky, that one-two punch is almost like... Incredible. You know, in, in, in a five-game series, it's a little bit different. But, um, you know, when we get to a seven-game series, it's going to be hard because those guys can each make two starts. You know, like how Madison Bumgarner did last year, just took over the playoffs.
0: So, um, but go ahead. What were you gonna say? You used to do what with the Dodgers now? No, actually, uh, I was gonna say one of my um, back in the days down here in South Florida, we used to as kids we used to uh, get into baseball academies, and one of the baseball academies that, uh, as a matter of fact, my my neighbor was the owner or still is the owner of of the academy, Latino Americana. And they used to wear the uh, Dodger, LA, L.A. Dodger hats, and we used to rock their colors and stuff like that. That was like the color colors of the uh, academy. So uh, I'll go for the Dodgers this year since my Yankees are out.
2: Well, I mean, you know, the old-school battle between the Dodgers and the Yanks and all that. So I can see how you'd also like to to, uh, to go for those guys. I personally... I like the Mets right now. I just think that they have some good young starting pitching. Also, DeGrom's been out of this world. Cindergaard, I mean, matts the other night started out really well. Um, but, you know, Harvey, although he's on an innings limit. But, you know, I I think that we can't really forget about those guys over there in the American League that are just pounding the ball. Uh, that Blue Jays lineup is going to be tough no matter who's on the line. So, there's a lot of baseball to be played left, and I'm pretty excited about that. But um, anyway, let's go ahead and, and let's keep this thing moving. Um, I want to go ahead and take a quick break here, um, and I want to, when we get back to the show here, actually uh, bring Nick on and talk to Nick a little bit about nickspages.com. So what we're going to go ahead and do is is take a quick break, and then after that, we'll be right back uh, with Nick from nickspages.com.
1: Listen in to Dr. Ray and Manuel T. the III each and every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on the International Slow Pitch Softball Radio Podcast Channel at ISPSradio.com.
2: All right, so we are back in the game here, and uh, we are here with Nick from com. Nick, how are you doing tonight? Can you hear us? You how are you here? doing? How's it going? Oh, man, never better, never better. Good to have you on the show. Um, So, Nick, why don't you go ahead and and start off and tell us. Oh, no, it's our pleasure for sure. Um, And I think everybody that's listening is really going to enjoy hearing what you have to say as well, too, especially those people that own some businesses and can make some money from the Internet. So why don't you tell us a little bit, uh, you know, about yourself and and Nick's pages and, uh, you know, kind of how all that got started and and a little bit about it just so that they have a, a little bit of a background information on you.
3: Right. Uh, Next Pages has been around for seven years now and uh, started at UCF um, when I had random roommates and they were uh, going to school for web design and I was just doing business and they caught me up to the good stuff and that kept me up to date for sure. And then worked for a company for seven years and started dot nextpages.com. Got clients after that and now do it full time. Now. Next page has a new product called the Atomic SEO Page Blast that I created this year. It's probably the most revolutionary product I've ever created in my life. And what it is is it clones any site that's out there and it creates its own database that looks exactly like it. And it creates automatic pages. We're talking about millions of pages into the body that are targeted towards any city that is in the United States. So, for instance, if you're nas- if you have a national business model, then I import forty thousand cities with your keywords, and then you- that way, people when they Google your keyword in their city, your website pops up no matter where you are in the nation. And it also works globally as well with other countries because cities are named. Cities in the United States are named from other countries, so basically, your hits increase about 400% on average.
2: Wow, that's that's pretty impressive right there. So 400% increase. So what we're talking about here, so for people who are kind of like, what's going on here is, is search engine optimization, right? You're talking about being able to help people get found on the Internet, basically drive traffic to their site. Can you tell them a little bit about SEO and that kind of stuff, just so that they understand a little more about just how how big a 400% increase is? right. So it's
3: revolutionizing the SEO industry and SEO is search engine optimization. It's what people have been talking about and, and it's it's very basic and, and you know, before the atomic SEO page blast, it was just common sense, you know, you want to put your H one tags, your header tags, your H two tags, you wanna have your meta description and all that stuff and people are charging hundred dollars an hour just to just to go into WordPress and, and put a plug in and just change a couple things and and your bill comes out to five hundred dollars a month, or or whatnot, and and those people are wasting your time, and and it's also changing the industry in the way that people don't have to pay AdWords anymore. So for people, you know, a company doing twelve million dollars would spend a thousand dollars a month on AdWords on average, and you can you can you can save that thousand dollars, sometimes twenty thousand dollars. I've seen fifty thousand dollars a month on AdWords. You can pretty much just save that budget right there and just spend as little as a thousand dollars and you could have the next pages clone your website and you'll be organically number one, which is more powerful than if you were on an ad and you were placed on the topper site because people really click on that.
2: Yeah, that's true. I mean myself I know, you know, whenever I whenever I see those I always think it's like gonna give me a virus or something. And for some reason I I don't like to click on those. I like to go to the first one that pops up organically. So I can see how that would work. And, you know, sometimes those the the headlines they put in there through the advertising, it's like, oh, man, that's exactly what I was looking for. Um, but sometimes it's like, ah, it looks a little shady. I don't really trust it. So so that's awesome. So you can really help people uh, just explode with, with, with a much better budget um, and then take those resources and put them towards something else. So that's really cool. Now, what I wanted to know was, you know, a lot of people are searching for these things on mobile sites, um, if I'm not mistaken. And sometimes you come across a mobile site and you see that it just like some things are to the left, some things are to the right. Um, you know, can you touch a little bit about that? Like, you know, when, when somebody has a mobile site um and and what are some of the things that you want to make sure that your mobile site has if you have one, um, and, and what are some of the ways that next pages can, can help in as far as this goes?
3: All right. Well, the, the mobile industry has been around for about five years, and it's changed twice. Before, the original mobile way of coding things was to do a mobile redirect where you're, when you get to your website on a mobile device, it redirects a domain to an m.yourdomain.com, and that worked for a while. It's still working for mlb.com. As you notice, you go on your phone, you go to mlb.com, and it redirects to m. That's still That's still mobile, but that's the first way of doing mobile. The new way of doing mobile is called responsive web design. And what it is, it doesn't redirect to the M. It just stays the same domain. And it uses media queries, which is you know, code that notices that you're on a certain width device. And it passes on the same database to the width of your device. It's the newest way of doing uh, responsive web design, new, new way of doing mobile design. And here at NextPages, next we have a very rigorous QC department. We make sure everything that we produce is perfectly spaced. You get when you get delivery of your web app, everything is perfectly spaced. You'll notice a lot of people, like your competition,
1: might have
3: a web app that's not perfect. And if you notice that, then you can capitalize that, capitalize on that by getting a perfectly spaced product that looks perfect on the iPad, the iPad Mini, the tablets, the. The uh, wide screens, you know, you got the the wide screens now that you can buy for, you know, they have 19, 20 pixel wide monitors with HDMI cords, and you know that's the wide screen. Then it goes down to the laptop side screen. Then it goes down to the tablets, then the minis, then the smartphones. And it doesn't matter if you're if you're Apple or if you're Android. The code is is so pure that it looks perfect on both devices. And when you're starting off. You know, if you're if you call yourself a developer and you've been doing this for a couple of years, you'll notice that you'll fall into the code trap where you have to have a certain line of code to differentiate between Apple and Android. And here at NextPages we take care of that for you. We've been doing this so long that you we do it once, and it's perfect. You don't have to redo it ever. And it's the purest code you'll you'll get in the United States.
2: Oh man. Okay. So geez. Whew. I tell you what, it's like every time you every time you answer a question, it's like a whole bunch of more questions come up. So, um, I know Manny. I think Manny probably should have a question by now. At this point, Manny,
0: what's up? What do you think so far about what Nick's telling us here? This is pretty cool stuff, right? No, no, tremendous geek stuff, man. I mean, I I love it myself because I. No, no, no. I'm not making fun of it. I I think geek stuff is cool, man. It's it's all about. Um, seos now but listen i i wanted to ask nick uh i was checking out some of uh his customers here on his website nickspages.com uh on my phone actually Uh checking out his client list i want to actually go check out that that water bicycling place over here in coral gables i'm gonna go check that out oh, um, yeah. but anyways what is before these people come to you and 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 ask you for your services? What do you think has been their biggest mistake? The obviously before coming to you, but what what do you think they do wrong?
3: Nice. Well, that's a really good question. Many, you know, there there's one answer to that, and it's simply the fact that when I when I deliver on the site, it's perfectly spaced on every product, and. Like it's human nature for you to take the product and add to it, because with websites such as Wix and and do-it-yourself websites, people think and assume that it's very easy to do, and so they take the delivery of the site and they add to it, which which they can. But but the biggest problem that the people don't, people have that don't realize is that they have to check their modifications on their tablet and the smartphones and. We, we code it perfectly so that you can go in there and add to it and not not have a problem. But the problem is when you start messing with the source code and you start adding, then it could throw off the responsive design for the tablet and the smartphone, which is which is good, which is uh, why we, we like to incorporate a service level agreement with the client so that the client can rest assured that whenever they do a modification to the website, it sends an automatic trigger to us Knows that you've made a revision, and then we quality assure it for you, and that's
0: that's shown to be show the best results for our clients. That's awesome, man, and 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 that's that's great because now nowadays everything you hear is about people using their mobile devices. Um, you know, now even now, now we're gonna start wearing wearing watches and and Google glasses and stuff. You know, it. It's, it's getting crazier, and your website has to keep up because that's the way your clients find you. So if you look like uh, if you look like garbage on all of these devices, you're you're gonna lose them. That's awesome. That's awesome, Nick. Really, really great work, you. And and I'm looking at the uh, graphics and all that stuff. It looks really fluid. You guys do that yourselves there too,
3: right? Right now it's it's been me and I just uh, just got a new higher car this week and I'm training her right now so I can do double the productivity. And right now the demand is, is, is pretty high. It's it's definitely higher than the supply. So definitely doing what I have to do in order to accommodate the new demand. And, and if anybody out there, you know, notices that their website is not up the par, like if you look at Facebook and you like Facebook and then you go to your website and you go back to Facebook, then you should give me a call because there should be no reason why your website cannot be as good as Facebook.
0: Well, let me ask you something, now that you bring up Facebook, uh, and I'm sorry to go off subject, but sometimes we see this on our own Facebook pages and stuff like that. Some of our posts do very well, and some of our posts do very, very poorly. Now, th- does that have to do with the amount of money uh, that we pay uh, Facebook to, to advertise our stuff? Right. So so the average the average consumer or the average business owner is going to spend
3: way over $1,500 in advertising with Facebook and Google. And what the Atomic SEO Page Blast does is that you can throw that budget away and save it for other things like payroll and, and uh, you know, if you do your own tax, you have payroll, or if you have to pay your taxes, you know, save the money because you don't need any more with the Atomic SEO Page Blast. You just pay one fee, and then we clone your site, and your site has millions of pages with unique content. And your first concern is going to be, well, you create you know, 500 pages, and, and Google's not going to like it, but the numbers don't lie. You can take a look at nixpages.com slash blog. Take a look at the Atomic SEO Page Blast numbers. I post my analytics and it shows literally a 400% increase on not only my site, but iHeart repair site. I'm doing an repair site. Of uh, Right now, actually, before I got on the phone with you guys, I'm doing a Jupiter um, mobile repair site, and I just launched a commercial lender here in Jupiter as well with the Atomic SEO Page Blast. I have one in Michigan as well, Atomic SEO Page Blast, that's going out for a landscaping company in Michigan. So there, people are, are starting to the results and they want it for themselves and and i'm really excited to actually create something that no one else has and and really no one else can duplicate and if they haven't duplicated it you know you know if they can duplicate it, they haven't done it yet so it's it's super unique super difficult to clone and it's proprietary
2: that's awesome well i <clears throat> yeah, I, I mean, I think yeah. so too. I I got to get one of these done from my website and you know, Nick Nick uh was visiting down here a little while ago and he was telling me about this and that's when I was like, "Oh man, we got to get this on the on the show because he literally just pulled up, you know, some keywords in Coral Gables and he was number 1. And then he pulled them up in I think Michigan and he was number 1 and then he pulled them up in Jupiter and he was number 1. So he's like number 1 everywhere. Um and it's so, been so my experience to put up just to put out
3: a couple of keywords out there, I mean, you're, you're in Miami. So you can Google, you know, Brickle's upcoming. They say Brickle's the number one IT spy right now. You can Google Brickle Drupal Design. Drupal's a content management system, so you can Google right now Brickle Drupal Design. You'll see my name, on number one, number two, number three. You can Google anywhere in, in the United States, basically Drupal Design, and one out of two keywords are going to show up. So not the large cities like Miami is, is such a large city. There's so much competition trying to get to that. But if you Google anything under that, you know, at any town in Miami for, such as Coral Gables, you go Coral Gables Drupal Design number one, you go Coral Gables Custom Responsive Themes number one in any city in the United States. So there's 40,000 cities for every keyword. So what I do is I get 40,000 cities and then I add each keyword and that multiplies the pages so if you have you have 40 keywords and it's 40,000 times 40 so 40,000 times 40 you're looking at 1.6 million pages and it's all unique content because what I do is I create PHP into the body so when I import the uh the the cell spreadsheet to create the 1.6 million pages I use PHP to grab the fields from the title and actually incorporate a custom paragraph because traditionally people went in there, signed in and created a paragraph, but now you can, you can fire that person because now all you do is create PHP and you import the 1.6 million pages and it creates the paragraphs for you with the post actually creating and typing a paragraph for every page.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, i tell you what, I just Googled, uh, Coral Gables Drupal and, um, took me here. Nick's Pages is the leading Coral Gables Drupal designer with over 50 Drupal projects successfully completed in the last two years. Nobody else comes close when it comes to Coral Gables Drupal design. Call us today while, and see why we're the number one Coral Gables Drupal design firm. Below are some of our featured products. And it's, boom, it, it literally looks exactly like NickPages.com, Um which is exactly what he's saying. So, man, that's, that's awesome stuff, Nick, that you can do that. And what if something like this cost, Um, you know, for the guys out there thinking, hey, this is something that I want to get? You know, I'm sure people are like, I have no idea what he's saying half the time because the truth is if you're not into already getting a website going, you're you're not going to be so familiar with these terms. But what everybody does know is being number one on Google is hard to do. And basically this is making it easy to do. Um, so what if something like this uh, costs, you know, your, your business owner out there?
3: Absolutely, I could just go by historical numbers. So, I launched two besides mine and Theme Courts. I, I launched two private companies: the T B B L I T dot com, which is the best business loans in town dot com, here in Jupiter. It cost him under fifteen hundred bucks. It was about eleven hundred bucks after everything. He had forty keywords, and he was local, so instead of using the forty thousand United States. He was a local SEO blast, so his his list was a lot smaller. So yeah, he was able to get more keywords, and then I launched the iHeart Repair, which just merged with MTech, So now he's making me do tech But if you check out my my page, you'll see the the old um the old one I'm doing, the old one I did that I'm converting to MTech. So his old company was iHeart Repair. So if you go to locations you'll see the clone of iHeartRepair and that has half a million pages and they cost him fifteen hundred bucks, but that was the first one. So the first one was fifteen hundred. And then the second one of course is getting more efficient, you know, I'm, I'm learning how to how to make things faster. So that one was only eleven hundred. So if I do it again, it's only going to get less and less until I could get to a price where anybody could afford it. And that's what I'm really trying to get to I'm trying to the more I do the the faster they get. And it's 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 amazing because anybody can get you said it's very difficult to get number one and it is very difficult to get number one i've been trying to get number one my whole life you know and i finally was able to get number one in not only my town and my jurisdiction or my state but the whole united states which is which is amazing i mean i posted this the the search inquiry or the search impressions on the next pages on the blog you can actually see the Excel spreadsheet that I exported from Google Analytics that shows you not only the impressions, but the landing pages to the website. So my hits personally in next pages went from literally five hits a day to now 40 hits a day. So now, just by that, it went from five to 40 a day.
2: So uh, how often do you- how often do you do something like this? I'm sorry to cut you off, Manny, but uh, this is my last question: is is how often are you doing these? Um, and when you do it once, you know how long do the effects last? Oh, I've, the the
3: next page's atomic blast is still lasting, and it's been about eight months since it's been on. So Google loves it and accepts it as a form of search engine optimization. So it's going on forever. It hasn't it hasn't gone down at all. Oh, uh, Nick, that, that's I awesome.
0: Got, I'm sorry, Doctor Ray. Nick, I got two questions for you. Number one is Google still king when it comes to search, or or is it Yahoo or Bing or or now with social media? And, and my second question is 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 with the social media, which which is king of social media? Is it Facebook or is it now Twitter? Because personally, I love Twitter, man. I love Twitter. It's very convenient to, to communicate with people, um, especially, you know, important people or, or industry leaders. You know, you have them at your fingertips when before it was almost impossible. But what what's your opinion on that? All
3: right, well, Google is still king because it has the number one browser, which is Google Chrome, and that is shown to be over 50% of all the hits that Google – all the websites that I have because I still see everybody's analytics and Chrome is still number one. And then when you when you default search on Chrome, it searches Google. Not only that, also Android is taking over Apple, so Android is Google. And therefore, when you search on these Androids, it automatically searches on Google. But to answer your question, yeah, there's Bing, yeah, there's Yahoo, yeah, there's there's all these other search engines, but... Google is still king when it comes to that. And to your second question, social media, Facebook is still king. I know there's a lot of things. I, I use Twitter. I use Facebook. I use Google+. Plus. Um, Twitter is great. You know, anytime I create a blog post, I just push a button to put it on Facebook, push a button to put it on Twitter, push a button to put it on Google+. And I know there's like 10 others, but I don't bother with those because those other ones eventually crawl the big three and
0: and put their content from the big
3: three.
4: Gotcha.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree. And, and I don't know what's going on with Google plus, man, but I'm, I'm still posting on it, but it's, it's very, uh, it's almost like nobody's there or or the party's like very quiet.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, the party's quiet, but, but the search result is what matters. And, and, and I have this idea that even though you, you post something on Google+, Plus and, and no one really retweets or, or responds or, or adds something to it, that Google knows you put it, so it goes into their database, and it goes into their index. And then when people search for you, you're likely to ch- show up a lot higher if you've been posting on Google+, Plus than if you were doing something else.
0: Yeah, we, we're loyal. We're we're loyal Android users. I know Dr. Ray's a an apple eater, so uh you know, every once in a while you get a you get a bad apple. <laughs> yeah,
2: every once in a while you do get a bad apple, I'll tell you that. Um although I've been pretty lucky with my iPhones. Um now the the phone companies, that's a whole different story. Don't get me started on that. But uh Anyway, um, Nick, we got to go ahead and, and uh, move on here. We really thank you for coming on the show. But real quick, again, tell everybody, you know, the website, if you've got any social media, where they can find you, um, where they can get a hold of you so that you can help them get to number one on Google, um, and just uh, anybody you want to shout out or anything like that, go ahead and take your time, man. All right. I
3: appreciate you having me, Ray, and my name's Nick, and my company is nickspages.com. You can Google any city in Drupal Design or any city and custom responsive themes, and you'll see my name pop up. And I could do the same for yours. And my social media is facebook.com slash com and twitter.com slash com. All right. Thanks, awesome, man. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Thanks for having me, guys.
2: No problem, my man. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on, and uh, we're definitely looking forward to hearing some more from Nick with the next uh, website, Google SEO stuff that he gets and that he starts to innovate here. Um, so let's go ahead and take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to be talking health here on the Hot Corner.
1: frontier Spine and Healthcare brings you the cutting edge in healthcare with all the newest research and techniques in natural medicine. Although many people share the same symptoms, they all have them for different reasons. Using thorough physical examination and the newest technology in diagnostic testing, we can truly discover why you have the symptoms you do. Remember that good doctors know what you have, but great doctors know why. Call 786-353-HEAL or click www.353heal.com to schedule your appointment and experience the future of medicine today. Predictive. Preventive and personalized frontier spine and healthcare area code seven eight six three five three heal or www.353heal.com. dot three five three dot com.
2: All right, and we are back in the game here on the hot corner, uh, Manny. That was some pretty cool stuff there. What did you think about all that, huh?
0: But, oh, awesome information! Awesome information, man. And I, and I'm great because I heard that about Google Plus. Um, about just continue posting, you know, continue doing the same as you're doing on the other social medias is because that's the the big giant's, uh, you know, social network. So uh, it's all tied in with their search engines and stuff like that. So it's all good. Uh, And that's on there forever. So, uh, you know, the more information there is about you or, or yourselves out there, the better um you know but be careful with that that's a double edged uh, sword definitely
2: 100% 100% well um all right so let's let's go let's keep things moving uh we're going to talk a little bit now actually about most guys favorite subjects uh breasts so what are we talking about here we're not just talking about breasts we're talking about breasts cancer, as a matter of fact, and it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I'm sure you guys have seen the pink ribbons. Um, I've worn pink, I can't even tell you how many times this month, uh, just to, uh, again, just get the awareness out there. That's really the most important thing. So that's really yeah. what we're going to be doing here uh, today on the show is, you know, tell I don't me know you guys some facts, facts
0: about... I don't know, I'm What's sorry I'm to I'm cut you off, but uh, I don't know if you noticed, but the uh, the ISPS website is fully pinked out. We do that for every year for the uh, the month of October to uh, bring awareness to breast cancer. And it's just, you know, awareness and a tribute to uh, those survivors and, and also those that we have lost to this. Uh... Now, Dr. Ray, is this a disease? Or Without a doubt, what is, Without a doubt my friend. Answer so, is, is so, the answer is the first these I'm sorry for not knowing yeah. that, but it's just a, an all-pinked-out, you know, we pink out our whole entire website, and if you go to ispssoftball.com, you'll check it out, um, you know, because I know a lot of our brothers and sisters out there are affected by this, so uh, we uh, we give a shout-out to them. Well, I'll tell you what,
2: um, the American Cancer Society actually said that in 2015, all right, there's going to be approximately 2,031, okay, 2,031, 840 women, okay, so 231,841 women, 840 women will be diagnosed with invasive breast cancer, and 40,000 of these, 40,300 of these women will actually die from the disease. So... That's a lot of women. Um, It's about one in eight women right now or 12% of women that develop some sort of breast cancer in their lifetime. Now, Mandy, you mentioned that they are survivors and these kinds of things. One thing that I want to make sure and I want to clear up, uh, whenever you guys hear facts about breast cancer and these kinds of things, just know that by definition from the American Cancer Society, a breast cancer survivor is somebody who is diagnosed with breast cancer and is still alive. Now, this doesn't mean that they might not die from the disease, but they are considered a breast cancer survivor until the time that they actually pass away. So it doesn't mean that they're in remission. It doesn't mean that they've beat the disease. Breast cancer survivor just means that they have been diagnosed with breast cancer and they're currently alive. Now, this is important because when it comes to what women do in order to protect themselves from breast cancer and what they do to try to prevent it, There's just not a lot of ideas out there. You know, the medical system, unfortunately, is not based on prevention. It's based on reaction. When something happens, what do we do? We take a medicine for it because our body can no longer do it on its own. So in the natural health field, what we try to do is promote all the things that you can do in order to stay as healthy as possible. So first things first, let's talk about the number one tool to fight breast cancer is actually self-breast examinations. So if you are a woman and you have had a period, and you've had any type of sexual intercourse, you need to be doing breast cancer checks on yourself once a month at the very minimum. And it's not because you're going to know what you're feeling, but you're going to know what you feel like. And the moment that that changes, you can tell your doctor, and then they can go ahead and decide if there's anything else that needs to be done. Now, what can be done? Let's say you find a lump. What do you do? Um, the number one thing is you have to tell your doctor. Don't Google. Don't do anything. Just tell him right away. They're going to perform an examination, and then they're going to determine whether or not it's something that is benign, which means that there's no problems. It may just it could be calcification of a duct, um, it could just be fibrous uh, breast tissue. But if they do feel like there's there's something that needs further investigation, they're more than likely going to send you for a mammogram. Um, a mammogram is the screening tool that that people get on a uh, you know yearly basis once they once they start to have intercourse and up until the age of 30. And then after the age of 30, every three years is the recommendation by the American Cancer Society. But basically, these uh, mammograms are telling us, uh, you know, what's happening inside it. It's basically like an X-ray of a breast. So this is one of the ways that they can check cancer. Now, if there's some inconclusive uh, evidence there, then the next thing that they move on to is going to be ultrasound. Uh, Now, ultrasound, I think, is good because it's non-invasive and it gives us a really clear picture of exactly what's happening. The mammogram, I think, is the part that we can do without. Um, Mammograms, unfortunately, came around the time of 1970 1970, when uh, Richard Nixon actually declared a war on cancer. And basically since that time, breast cancer rates have not dropped. Mortality rates from breast cancer have not dropped. As as a matter of fact, since 1970 to now, the mortality from breast cancer has risen from 20% to 55%. Um, So that's a pretty big change. And, again, all these numbers are directly from the American Cancer Society. Um, So when it comes to screening and preventing cancer, I think this is the most important thing. We're spending all this money on Thinking Pink and donating money to all these places, and people are getting rich. But if there is a cure, it's probably never going to happen because it just makes so much money to treat people who have cancer. So, and, again, we're not doing anything to prevent it. So that's really what this show is about. Now, what can you do to prevent it? Here, here we go. Number one, if you have breast cancer in your family, your risk doubles fifty percent. Now, this is different than you get genetically tested and you have a gene SNP or single nucleo uh, single nucleo polypeptide that says that you may develop breast cancer at some point. Only five to ten percent of breast cancers actually occur in women with a clearly defined genetic predisposition for the disease. So, just because you have those uh, genes like Angelina Jolie doesn't mean that you have to go and you have to get a double mastectomy and cut your breasts off. There are many other things that you can do that are not quite as radical that will help you prevent these issues. Now, one of these things that you can do is do a simple hormone test. One of the ways that we can tell what's happening with cancer is depending on how how your hormones are balanced. So estrogen, there's three different types of estrogen and there's a, there's a ratio that you want to see. And if you can't determine those ratios because a medical doctor doesn't do those tests, that's one thing that we do in natural health care. Um, as a matter of fact, I do these routinely. It's a urine test. Women take a, a kit home, and they, they pee in a cup, and they put it in some tubes, and they send it to the lab, and then the lab tells me this is what their estradiol, their estrogen, their estriol, and it tells me what I can do to help balance it. And, of course, there's all kinds of natural things, supplements, dietary things that we can do in order to help improve that so balancing ratios of hormones are extremely important in addition there's a lot of things that contribute to breast cancer um, like coffee chocolate sugar some of these things have been shown to actually increase the risk of cancer and actually make it make it progress a little bit faster Um, now there's some studies that say yes some studies that say no but if they all say yes then it's a definite yes if one or two of them say yes there's still a chance so, again, if if it's in your family and, and we know this is going on, these are things that we can do now. The other thing that I wanted most women to do, and guys who have women, is encourage them to actually get thermography instead of mammography. Thermography can actually detect changes in the breast 18 months before a mammography would be able to. That's a year and six months. And when it comes to the earlier detection, it always increases the chances of a better outcome. It's always better for the prognosis the earlier you catch something. Because again there are things that can be done. Go ahead, man. It sounds like you got a question.
0: Ray, you know, um you say that early detection is good. For those of us guys that have, you know, these uh, significant others and nah, 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 nah. hey um <laughs> And and you wanna you wanna encourage this. Is there any way that you recommend maybe uh the husband or the boyfriend to 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 help?
2: Well definitely. Um and, and really helping is just number one, making sure that they're doing exams. So, you know, ask your girl, your wife, you know, whoever, fiance, girlfriend, mistress, you know, are you are you checking yourself? Are you doing self exams? And if they're not and they don't know how to, they need to go to their doctor and get taught how to do that. Because I meant, as I mentioned, that is the best way to know when anything changes at all, if there's more tenderness, if there's discharge, if there's changes in the skin, if there's anything like that that happens, um, then they need to start getting to the doctor. Now, the other thing is, again, as I was saying, is encourage them to actually get thermography instead of mammography. Because mammography is normally what they do for women over the age of 40. But what ends up going on is you get a lot of radiation into the tissues. And radiation is also one of the other things that's been shown to cause issues with the cells. Cancer is a disorder of the cells where the cells just start to grow so rapidly they don't have any function and they just take up space. And then whatever organ that it used to be in stops functioning. Or if it's the bones, it just becomes a huge infection and your nervous system just, just can't handle it anymore, your immune system, excuse me, and, you know, you just you just die from a common cold or whatever the case is. So, you know, the main thing here is making healthy choices. And the American Cancer Society said that 80% of cancers can actually be prevented. So, again, there's a lot that can be done. The cure is not after the cow has walked out of the barn door that you close the barn door. The cure is lock that damn cow in there and don't let him out. And that's what prevention is, and and that's what's not happening nowadays. Women, a lot of women don't even know that they should be examining themselves. So pink is great. Save the tatas is great. Stand up to cancer, yada, yada, yada. Make sure that you get informed. Make sure that you get your girl getting checked. And if you're a woman and you play softball, that kind of thing, you know, listen to what I'm telling you as far as getting uh, thermography instead of mammography. I think it's a much better tool. It detects things much quicker. Um and also you can create, a, a you know, a, a serial, concept, you know, chronological order of what's going on with these tests and you can really track in the way that things have changed. So it's new research and it's not covered by insurance yet. And it probably won't be because it probably catches cancer sooner than people can get medicated for. So, again, it's quality healthcare, um, and and that's what you can get if you're going to do something like thermography. So, again, if you guys have any questions about breast cancer, breast cancer awareness, or anything like that, um, you know, feel free to tweet, to call, whatever it is that you want to do. But right now, we're going to go ahead and we're going to keep things moving a little bit. of course, if you have questions, um, you're always welcome to call into the show. And that call-in number is 347-637-3978. So area code 347-637-3978. And uh, you can go on Twitter at ISTSO or at Dr. Ray T. You can find us on Facebook at uh, Facebook.com slash ISTSO and Facebook.com slash 353HEAL. Um, So you guys can check out all that stuff, get connected with us. And we're always putting great information like this out. Um, But what we're going to do right now is we're actually going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking with another one of our friends of the show, uh, Mr. John Fisher from the Fisher Law Firm, and we're going to talk about this. Yes, sir. I know you guys are doing the tomahawk chop right along with me. Manny, right. tomahawk chop it.
0: Fish, tomahawk oh, chop it. Yeah what do you I'm, guys think? Yeah, right.
1: I'm
0: doing, I'm doing the tomahawk <laughs> chop but there's uh only one finger right. is extended and it's uh it's not my thumb.
2: It's not the ring or the thumb. <laughs> it's the one you put up when you don't give up. Yes, sir. It's all right, man. Listen, I understand. I would be upset myself, too, if I lost to anybody six times in a row. Um, But, hey, it was a really good game. At least we can say that, right? What did you guys think when it first started?
0: No, listen, Uh, what I'm I'm upset about is that we only lost by five points, man. If we would have lost by, like, 20, 30 points, and we had a better chance to get Golden out of there, man, I would have been happier, man. Jesus.
2: I'm telling you, man, listen, I, the way the game started off, I thought it was going to be a blowout. But then we had those couple times we got caught up in the red zone, went for it on fourth down, and you guys stopped us and, you know, missed a field goal. And Aguayo <coughs> uh, never misses a field goal. It's probably because you guys roughed him up before the game. I don't know if you guys saw that clip. But, um, yeah, man, Fish, what did you think about the whole thing?
4: I mean, look, man, I, it was a great game. Um, I definitely saw the clip of the pregame, you know, pushing around the kicker, and I liked it because that's, that's old Miami, that's, you know, gritty, grindy, you know, type of stuff that we haven't seen. And, you know, honestly, losing uh, that running back to Florida State, the Miami native, obviously, I mean, we got Yearby, but, I mean, who would you want more? I mean, he obviously he was the difference maker in that game. Um, you know, and, that, and to lose that kind of talent, Especially in state, um, you know, I, I think it really speaks volumes of Miami in general and the, the direction of what they're going and getting talent. in. I mean, it's not like it was back in the day.
0: We we need
2: well, 20.
4: I mean, by boosters,
0: boosters. We need a bo- somebody called Nevin Shapiro. Um, you no,
2: know, the you're right, John. But I, I'll tell you one thing: Bobby Bowden always recruited in Miami Dade as well too. And now there's a lot of other coaches sticking their hands down here in Miami Dade. Um, and the Broward area, you know, there's a lot of guys from here going to Ohio State, um, going to Florida, going to uh, Georgia, you know, going to um, Alabama, so there's a lot of guys that are leaving, you know, from down here where there's, you know, great football to be played, you know, that we always talk about, you know, that some of the best football in in the nation is played here down in South Florida, and a lot of people and recruiters are realizing that, but I think you're right. I think it starts with Golden keeping these special guys at home. And uh, as an FSU fan, I I ordered one of those Keep Al Golden shirts. I mean, I hope that guy stays on staff with you guys forever, (laughs) personally. Um, But, no, I I think you're right. Uh, Dalvin Cook was definitely the difference maker. Um, It seemed like the only person that could stop Dalvin Cook was Dalvin Cook with that hamstring. Um, But, yeah, it was a great game. I, I, I mean, 405 yards passing for Kaya. You guys had the lead in the fourth quarter, so, I mean, it was it was really good. And, and another one to just add to the all-time series of just great games, I think.
4: Yeah, I mean, look, Stacy Coley uh, played pretty lights out. I mean, that catch to take the lead, you know, pretty impressive. I mean, he's obviously, you know, stepping into where he needs to be. And, and, look, man, at the end of the day, you like good football. You like to see your team on the winning side of it. Um, so, but I think, you know, I, I don't know who leads the all-time series. I'm sure you have that stat. Um, you know, but but my inclination is probably my end, so I think Florida State's maybe still playing catch up
2: well uh so, they are as a matter of fact it's actually thirty one uh to twenty nine it was the sixtieth game uh, this this past uh weekend, so Miami is up in the all time series thirty one to twenty nine so you know I actually put a post up on Facebook that said, you know in a couple of years when f s u um also wins that that all-time series, it's going to be tough because you guys are really not going to have anything at all. Then it's really going to be that, you know, the whole History Channel joke that that's always going on, which, which I personally love. But um, it's just a good time to be an FSU fan and not a great time to be a Miami fan. But it's a great time to be a college football fan. There's a lot of other stuff that's going on crazy right now. Um, and in in the sports world in general, I mean, hockey just started, basketball's in the preseason, uh, college football's in full swing. And in the NFL, I mean so many things are going on. John, how you doing right now in fantasy? Um you're in 5th place currently, tied uh with a 3 and 2 record. And uh you got both me and Manny beat. Me and Manny are sitting in 8th and 10th at 2 and 3, but uh what do you think so far As, are you happy with your draft? Do you think it's been more uh moves that you've made up from the waiver wires or what do you think's going on?
4: Um I mean, kind of a little bit of both. I think it, in a lot of it's one on the waiver wire, but some of it's one in the draft. You know, three and two is kind – of, I probably should be four and one because when I played Manny, I, I'm running five teams. I forgot to set my lineup, and obviously I had an out running back and Freeman on my bench with about 40 points that first week he blew up. So I think my record in this league is deceiving. But, you know, I'm kind of having a mid-batch. I just had uh, – obviously I'm one of the recipients of the Jamal Charles injury about three of my teams went down uh, one of which I'm in first place so that kind of hurts but you know it, it really is so random this year because you know I had Jamal Charles go down for instance in a stand in a PPR league with you know half per point, point reception and I scored 174 five points still you know I made some moves um, you know Doug Martin is back blown up like he should which was a great late draft pick for me I took Brady on the risk in that league um, I picked up this random from uh, Cleveland. I mean, look what he did! I mean, the circus catch between the legs. He gets twenty something points, you know. And and so it's one of those things that you know you gotta you gotta get lucky. But some of the players, you know, I think all around that should be doing well are doing well. And, and surprisingly, there's some players that aren't. You know, I think Murray is a player that a lot of people looked good and is doing nothing. CJ Anderson. I mean, where is he? You know, first round talent that I mean. I, I don't even wish I had drafted them at this point, you know. So it's kind of the draft. The draft. <laughs> well, I mean, so, so it, it doesn't, you know, I, I think it's a little bit of both.
2: No, nah, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, right now uh, it's actually Manny and I playing, playing against each other this week. And Manny, I don't know if you know, but Tyrod Taylor is actually doubtful to play uh, this week. So you're going to have to get a QB subbed in there. Um, but Manny right now is a pretty big underdog, uh, 67 to 33% dog right now, Manny, but you don't have a quarterback in there. So those, those odds will definitely improve. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at, I'm looking at Manny's team right now and I can tell you that, let's see, one, two, three, four, maybe only four of these guys were actually probably drafted in most leagues and Manny actually has a, a pretty darn good lineup right now. So, you know, Marvin Jones uh from Cincy probably wasn't drafted, but he's been blowing up. Um Ronnie Hillman was overlooked completely, but he he's kind of emerged as a lead back in Denver. Uh you know, so there's been a lot of guys here who it's it, it, you know, Tyrod Taylor, he's he was on nobody's draft board. Um you know, people were wondering if it was going to be him or EJ Manuel at the beginning of the year. So, you know, a little bit into the year here, and things are definitely shaking up. Uh, Arian Foster's already back, so, I mean, I love thinking back about drafts and, you know, saying, man, I really messed that one up, or man, I was right on point. And, of course, you never know. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but that's why, we, that's why we play the game, you know? So, it's been really good. Manny, what do you think so far about the year? Are you having fun uh, with the pickups and the waivers, or, or is it too much for you right now? What's going on?
0: Oh no no no, this is perfect. This is perfect. Um yeah, I gotta I gotta do something about my quarterbacks, man. My quarterbacks are going down like, like flies, man. But um no fantasy is great, brother. We'll we'll see. I'm still I'm not out yet, brother. I'm not out yet. Relax, I just gotta get myself a new quarterback. Ben Ben is out. <laughs> now uh Tyrod is looking like uh he's faking out for Sunday. Uh, but, dude, let's talk about since um, the sports dork is out with his girlfriend for her birthday or his wife. I'm not sure. I gotta. I don't know if it's his girlfriend or his wife or if his wife is going to get upset with us for uh, mentioning he has a girlfriend. Oops. I don't know. Uh, uh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, but uh, what's up with the Dolphins? What's up with the new uh, new head coach, Fitz? What do you what do you think about the new head coach? Is this what we needed? This is the type of character we needed?
4: Honestly, if that question was posed to me, I don't even know who the new head coach is. Um, I'm not a Dolphins fan, even <laughs> though from down here. So, I mean, I, the way they're playing right now, you know, I've kind of put them to the wayside. You know, you can't bring a new coach in there and fix the problem with Tannehill. Um, I mean, it's a common true with him talking shit to the practice squad. You know, I I really feel that that speaks volumes as the problems in the locker room and 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 the team in general. You know, Lamar Miller's not producing where he should be. Um, you know, but you know, if it's you know, at the end of the day, look, you know, a lot of people blame, you know, they they like to put it up, but sometimes it's the players, man. And I and I think you know, we can blame play calling, you can blame situational, you know, decisions that are made, but a lot of the time it's the players and you know, they they don't Seem to care, and I think for me, it's supposed to be Tannehill's year. We got Sue, we're supposed to get the defense back. It's kind of been, you know, really, uh, you know, really been nothing. And and you know, unfortunately for the at the collegiate level, then their Miami didn't fire Golden as quickly as they fired Philbin, but you know, um, hopefully it'll turn it around. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it will, I guess it'll just have to wait and see.
2: Yeah, that's the truth. I mean, it's been it's been bad as a Dolphins fan, but. You know, it does seem like there's some hope with this guy, Dan Campbell. He's firing people up. It seems like that's what was missing, you know, just some fire. I mean, these guys, like you said, they've got the talent. <clears throat> they just haven't come together as a team. And who knows, maybe getting rid of Philbin, changing things up. You know, sometimes a guy in the middle of the season gets traded and goes to another team and just blows up. And this is kind of like that. But kind of like everybody just got traded to a whole new team. So, you know, maybe, maybe they turn it around a little bit. You know, I'm not saying Dolphins are going to hit to the Super Bowl, but, hey, Let's be optimistic here. Um, it could happen. Stranger things have happened. Uh, Miami has beat FSU before, so we know that it could happen. So, um, you're,
0: you're getting them in all week, man. Yeah, I've been getting no, them that's in good, all that's week. Good. How many championships does <laughs> FSU have? Oh,
2: man. How many ACC championships does Miami have? How about that? It doesn't matter, bro. It
0: doesn't matter. Who cares no, wait, about SEC, <laughs> SEC, or NCAA, <laughs> Notre Dame. Oh, man. So, All right, listen, you know, let's, let's, let's just keep it at this. Who cares, bro?
2: Let, How many keep, keep it at this. Miami is no a chance. great program with five national championships, and they deserve it. However, it's been a while since they've been relevant really um and I'm hoping that they get back there because mm-hmm. the games are only that much better, and it only
3: yeah, propels yeah.
2: whichever team plays it used to be the it used to be the winner of u m f s u was in the national championships so those are the days that <laughs> i' you know i mean that's what that's the way it's gotta be man I mean you know, representing the state of Florida, all these teams here just you know balling that's that's what I miss so uh anyway, hopefully we can get back to that but um Great show, Manny. Was there anything else that you wanted to mention before we wrap things up here?
0: Uh, yes. Um, I know. I know. Me and Fisk have been uh, have been talking about a a uh, a legal segment for the show, but uh, I was I was doing some research and stuff, and I wanted to ask John about this. You know the uh, Mayweather-Pacquiao fight that uh, happened a few months ago. Um they said that they lost a bunch of money like I'm talking about millions and millions of, of dollars because people were broadcasting it on their periscope and on their you know YouTube channels just setting up a camera in front of their in front of their TVs and broadcasting it live. Uh what do you think about that? Well, uh, you know, is it you know forget it you're ne- you're never going to catch these people or is there some legal uh i don't know legal action that mayweather and 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 Pacquiao and their groups could go after these people
4: well i mean you know what they're like oh we made 250 million and i should have made 300 you know i i think look piracy's rampant you know, to try to catch these guys, I mean, we've seen it, you know, with, with the music and all that stuff, and Napster getting busted up and all these different things getting busted up and going after people. I mean, they can, but, you know, the problem would be maybe if possibly YouTube put it on there, when I, you know, and they allowed that someone, that maybe they can go after YouTube themselves. I don't know what the terms and conditions are. But to go after an individual, I mean, at the end of the day, are you going to collect any money? You know, are these guys going to go and say, well, you you charged us this much? Okay, I'm going to go bankrupt and you get nothing. I mean, that's that's the issue. I mean, these, you know, I don't think anyone's going to waste their time. They're going to spend more time and money, you know, trying to get money that they may never recover. And then and sometimes that's the realities of litigation and, you know, getting into those scenarios is that you can't really recoup it. If they're not recoverable for an individual, or an entity or something like that, or you, can't, you may have to go from, an, from a criminal direction, like some sort of restitution, you know, but. You know, from a civil standpoint, I probably think, you know, it would be difficult unless you could get one of these, you know, companies that did it or maybe a restaurant. I, I don't know. I mean, that that would be what, what I would have to see. I just think they're probably going to be SOL. And they should be happy with the 200 plus million they got, you know, yeah. from just for Mayweather.
0: <laughs> uh, you, know. you know what I was thinking? I was thinking exactly what you mentioned, Napster, man. This is the beginning of Napster all over again, but just for, for a different industry within – like a sub industry of the of the big major entertainment industry, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just um, it's going to happen all over there again. They're going to need to uh, reinvent themselves and learn how to make money some other way again.
4: Well, I, I think that people are very excited for the post Mayweather boxing uh, and to see what that will entail. Because you know, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, you want to look and nod to the casual fans and all that, but you want to see, you know more offensive boxing than surely defensive. And I think that's why you see a lot of movement in the UFC anyways. So, we'll see. Yeah. His
0: last his last fight made uh made pennies. He didn't make anything on his last fight. No, nobody even knew about it. I didn't even know about it.
4: No, I mean we knew about the fight, but who wants to watch it? I mean, look, the build up for the Mayweather Pacquiao fight was what we wanted 5 years ago, and then we got you know, look, defensive, wow. great boxing. Well, anytime a boxer has both gloves behind, above his head and and going side-by-side side around the ring, who wants to watch that anymore? I mean, you know, we want to go in there and watch guys, you know, put their hearts in, test the chin, slug it out if you beat them on a counter. But this, it was just, you know, uh, you know, and I think people were so disappointed they just turned off Mayweather after that.
0: What, I mean, what happened to the ha- – what happened to the heavyweight division, man? Why was that so uh, so popular when we were growing up? And now it's it's dead.
4: Well, I think because, because people you had, actually got you know, a lot of them. Yeah, and you had knockouts, and you had big American fighters. You know, here, I mean, we haven't had a true American heavyweight, you know, with, since the Klitschko brothers, you know, came in, and the guys defended his title like 27 times. You know, there's this guy out of Philadelphia. I think he fought him once. It was a pretty good fight. So, I mean, there is some up-and-coming heavyweights, and I think they'll, you know, bring some energy back to the sport because at the end of the day, I mean, we're watching featherweight, middleweights, no knockouts. I mean, look, people like to see knockouts. So maybe that's why, I mean, look, man, we grew up, Holyfield, Tyson, you know, Lennox Lewis, Tyson, you know, uh, I mean, those those kind of fights, you know, when I was in high school, I mean, those were great. You know, even watching Tyson just come out there and destroy people. I mean, that was – so I think – Getting back to that point will, I think, do a lot for boxing.
0: Yeah, look at look at Ronda Rousey. You know, with her fights, they only last less than a minute, but they, you know, everybody loves it, man, loves it. And those that's the same the same style as uh, Tyson back in the day.
4: Yeah, I mean it's 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 the same same energy, same. I mean, look, it's at the point that no one's in. She's in a league of her own. Just like at one point Tyson was. I mean, Dale, you know, he could have been people f you know, easy. I mean, just, I mean, I remember. I forget the guy he fought. It was a pay-per-view fight. He was a white guy, and the fight was over in like twelve. Done. Was, <laughs> yeah, I remember. You know, my dad went to, to
2: go
4: pay-per-view. pee. Remember? And
2: missed it. My dad, my <laughs> right. dad went we to go in. pee when the fart started. He missed the whole fight.
4: Right, and then people were like, "Oh, I paid for the," and you know, that's just the kind of. Well, obviously nobody wants that but i mean that was the type of raw you know boxing and I, I think to you know i remember growing up as a kid being like who would win in a fight mike tyson or bruce lee you know <laughs> which that you know i mean i don't know you know you know hands versus feet. i mean it, so it's it was always um you know the on um, you know mike tyson punch out i mean all that kind of stuff man i was growing up as a kid that was you know something that you know everybody enjoyed
2: yeah, you know, I think just looking at that game itself, Mike Tyson punch out. If it was Meriwether who had a video game, would it be Meriwether avoid a punch? You know, like uh, is it is it just fist coming at you and you got to duck left and right and move around? Or I mean, to me, that's I think what the problem is is that with these fights and why you know people who aren't like, like don't get me wrong, I've got people who argue argue to the death with me about this like oh, no, uh, that Mayweather fight, it was great. It was, did you see the combos and the, uh, you know, the combo breaker and the, this, and then I'm like, well, come on, man, what was what was awesome about that fight? It was one guy running from the other one, uh, but he couldn't get away because he's in a ring, and he threw back a few punches, and it looked like none of them hurt. You know, those guys you know, looked great
4: after the fight. And And, and it's funny you mentioned the, the game, because I think there was a parody somebody made, holy, I almost got hit on the a car, Um, there was someone who made a parody of it, like, from Mike Tyson's punch out, like Pacquiao, and basically the whole fight, all he did was dodge around, and at the very end of the fight, he punched him one time and won, like, I mean, so it was, you know, that just showed what we all saw, and you know, look, I don't know about the Philly shell, or the different defensive styles, and you know, I'm a casual boxing fan. And for casual fans that are spending money for pay-per-view, we want to see a fight. We don't want to see, you know, a great sparring match. A, you know, so it's like the same thing, Some why baseball turns off people. Like, I enjoy a pitcher's duel. You know, I enjoy that. But some people are like, this is boring. There's no run score. You know, kind of the same thing with, um, you know, and people want to see action. They want to see scoring um, unless they're true lovers of the game or the sport. So I think that that's just the same true in boxing. Same, the
0: same reason why soccer is not so popular here. Same exact reason. Zero zero right. tie at the end. Why would we want to go see a zero zero tie?
4: But I mean, but soccer's, you know, I mean that's that's a whole different animal. I mean, those guys, you just have to appreciate the raw athleticism for those guys who running around the whole time. I mean, seriously.
0: Oh no! Don't get me wrong. I yeah. love soccer. I'm watching it. I I played it a little bit when I was a kid. You know, I love it. I love it. I appreciate it. But I understand as an American, you know, you want to see, you know, ten to ten, you know, scores. You know, in soccer that would be amazing. Maybe make the, make the goal a little bit bigger or take the goalie out. Take the goalie out.
4: <laughs> well, that might be too easy. But I think no, soccer's getting bigger in the in the states. Um, you know, with the American Outlaws, and I think with the team that's going to be Apparently here, not. we'll see. Isn't isn't Beckham bringing the team here? Then they get that deal done.
0: I, I hope so. I don't know, man. But they just lost. They just lost to uh, Costa Rica last night. That's all
4: right. We got we got we to gotta lose one every every once in a while. Keep us humble.
2: Well, that's actually three in a row on American <laughs> soil for the first time not... since like the '90s or something. So, <laughs> we, we need to actually win one here now just to mix it up a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Boy, let's just do a Miami style. Let's let's
4: let's fire
0: Klingsman, bro.
4: Yeah,
0: we should have fire fired him. When, we should have
4: fired him when he left Donovan off the team. i just you know, that's my true opinions, too. But.
2: No, that's I mean at least too, for a man. spot. But, um, I know
4: twenty-three guys didn't play, so just my thoughts.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. But uh, all right, so listen, we got to close things up here. We're way over on the show here tonight. Good talking with you, John, uh, from the Fisher Law Firm. Um, also, want to thank everybody for listening. We want to thank Nick from NickPages.com. Uh, next week we got another really good show for you. Next week we got uh, Jen Hope from We Are War Paint. Um, and hopefully we'll have the sports dork back with us again next week talking about the Dolphins um, all from their, from their win. And actually, real quick, we got to get in our picks. Uh, John, you're going to substitute in for David tonight. Dolphins, or excuse me, not Dolphins, but Saints versus Falcons. Tomorrow night, who's going to take it? I got the Falcons. Who do you guys got?
4: Fal- Falcons, hands down.
2: Falcons from John. Manny, who, who are you going with?
0: Right, who did you go for, Ray? Falcons. Oh man, then I'm gonna have to uh, I'm gonna have to play it safe and go Falcons as well, man. It, oh, wow! <laughs> oh, that's a,
2: You're gonna be that guy. All right, all right, Mister Play It Safe. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, John, thanks for joining us again. Manny, thanks for putting it all together. Uh, guys, well, we thank um, you for listening in, of course. We'll be back next week like we always are here on the Hot Corner, 7 o'clock, again with Jen Holt from We Are War Paint. Uh, So thanks again, guys, for listening. Everybody out there, take care. And until next week, be well. And don't forget, check the boobs. Make sure Breast Cancer Awareness Month. All right, guys, take care.
1: You've just heard the The Hot Hot Corner Corner Show. Show on the ISPS Radio Podcast Network with the softball-playing chiropractor and official chiropractor of ISPS, Dr. Ray Tolmos, and Commissioner of International Slow Pitch Softball, Manuel T. Ferrero III. Remember to follow the show and hosts on Twitter and Facebook at ISPSO at D-R-R-A-Y-T. get in this world yeah you're a natural roll. Living your life cutthroat you gotta be so cold yeah you're a natural alexa play imagine dragons okay with amazon music a voice is all you need get access to over 50 million songs download the amazon music app today